You're listening to UX Podcast brought to you from Stockholm, Sweden. For people passionate about balancing business, technology and users within the realm of digital media. Helping you break down silos, here are your hosts, James Royal Lawson and Per Axboom. Hello and welcome to UX Podcast, episode 24. You're listening to me, Per Axboom. And me, James Royal Lawson. And today we have a guest in the studio. Well, not the studio, because we're actually visiting our... The office of uh, Sara Andersson. And that's, it's not actually your office, even, because you're. <laughs> <laughs> Whose office is it? Yeah. We, just, we just found a building and, yeah, and we just, just building. broke in. Yeah. Part time. Part time, my office. I yeah. got two, basically. Mm. So we have Sara Andersson. She's the founder of Search Integration. Uh, and your Twitter bio even says you're the founder of the No Ketchup blog, which we're going to talk a bit more about today. You're chair of Sempo Scandinavia. And for those who don't know, Sempo is an industry organization working with education and awareness around the uh, search engine marketing community. You're also an entrepreneur, you're a mom, and a searcher. You've worked in the SEM business for more than 10 years. Correct. You also do a lot of public speaking. Yeah. You work on high-level enterprise search projects. You travel a lot. <laughs> God, that seems a lot. Yeah, yeah but yeah. yes, correct. How long time for this? <laughs> I'm trying to clone myself, but it hasn't worked yet. Have yes. a breath, pair. You've done some research. I have done some research today. You can yeah, tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also read some of the LinkedIn uh, recommendations you got, which are awesome. Uh, you're being called the best in Sweden when it comes to search engine marketing. You are, and I quote here, passionate. You never fail to deliver, and you always go that extra mile for clients. That's me, I mm, guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, yeah. Now that I'm very happy about those words. Yeah. Yeah. Although Sweden is a very small country, it would, uh, you know. It's nine million people, mm. and uh, it, it's. I guess the global industry is is um, a lot bigger and more. What should I say? More um, knowledgeable about search and and the awareness in the communication industry. Mm. So that's really but interesting. It's, yeah. it's still good. And that is that's something we've. Mm. Well, I've noticed in other aspects of the digital world, uh, digital market that we're in, that Sweden is ahead in some things and then really long behind, mm. far behind in some other things. It's quite yeah. even compared to a few of the, like Germany and UK. It just feels like it's more even. Yeah. Across the hmm. the, the branch, the well, branches. Start off by telling us a bit more about yourself. Mm-hmm. What, how did you start out in the search engine optimization business? Um, I should say it actually happened by chance. I uh, I did an international marketing degree where I had uh, an internship in New York. Um, and um, which was part of this I went to Pace University and then part of that was an internship where we had to go for interviews Hmm. and I sort of felt like okay you know this thing about internet might be good to know more about (laughs) 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 wasn't that interested in that but you know it's something that's good to put on your resume Mm -hmm. Um, and I went for this very small company everybody else sort of went for Coca-Cola and uh, Pepsi and those kind of industries but I didn't want to just boil coffee. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I felt, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm coming mm. from a background as well where my father is an entrepreneur and this mm. is a family-driven business, so I wanted to get to know some kind of industry. And there was this woman that had a company called Sage Marketing, just a very small company, and uh, she was working with, with Search. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I felt, okay, this is could be interesting and we sort of connected as as people more or less and mm. felt okay I can learn a lot from her 
which turned out to be that she went to a conference in Brussels and I looked after her apartment, her cat and her business uh, for, <laughs> for two weeks. Awesome. Which one was she most worried about? Was it the cat? I think the, the cat, cat. Yeah, yeah, the cat was, uh, yeah, I was mostly worried about, you know, uh, feeding the cat yeah. at the right time and things. Hmm. But, uh, you know, we were sat at her, uh, in her apartment working, small studio apartment in uh, in New York City, and uh, her cat was wandering around over the computers, and we were writing meta, meta keywords, mm. basically, because that was yeah. what it was back then. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That was so, loads of fun back then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was it. That, that was the time when you could actually rank for uh, bank, mm. uh, just oh, yeah. by typing putting in meta keywords because mm, yeah. no one else was doing it. Mm, no. So uh, it was quite interesting. And a lot of our clients even had a lot of clients in uh, the World Trade Center, um, mm-hmm, which mm. unfortunately then um, obviously uh, went through uh, a major crash. Yeah. And, and uh, this, mm. this client <clears throat> of ours that worked there, they moved out mm. to New Jersey one week before oh, oh, September right. 11. Mm. Um, so mm. I was happy to hear that no one got yeah. hurt mm. um, amongst those. But yeah, it was interesting times anyway. But it mm-hmm. was basically through that internship that I started working with uh, with search. And when I came back here, everybody was doing uh, pop-ups and trying to do takeovers on aftonbladet.se. And, you know, <laughs> I was like, hello, do you know how this thing about meta keywords and yeah. SEO? Mm. And my boss was like, yeah, yeah, you know. That is not so much fun. But uh, mm. it turned out I was working for CA Interactive, mm. part of WPP and Media at CA Group. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- the person there, uh, Peter, who hired me, he saw that we had a search team in London through the Media at CA, or back then it was only CA. Um, so he said, well, why don't you just go there and see what they, those guys do? Right. So he sent me there and I brought home how they worked with landing pages okay. and sort of mm. the, mm. that's how I learned more about the industry. Mm. Started going to all these search conferences and mm. found out that it was a very small group. <laughs> I was the only woman there. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. And the only communicator. Okay. Uh, apart from, from David Turner that I worked with uh, in, in London, mm. we were sort of... He was a programmer and a marketing mm. degree, so it was more of a... He could understand both sides, which helped me mm. learn more on programming. Right, so, so together as a team, you spanned right the way across. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Because so, standing outside, looking in at, at the SEO business back then, it was very techy. Very so. techy. It was very engineered. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot about, uh, you know, I got mm. to know um, all of the sort of... Uh, black hat techniques as you call it today and mm. uh, the links standards and you know there was a lot of beer and a lot of mm. uh, discussions <laughs> about programming mm. techniques that um, for a marketing communicator got a bit like okay but hang on a minute you know there's there's branding values in this too to mm. the aspect and how do we work with the whole communication flow <clears throat> so I think I took um uh, that sort of uh, knowledge from there and then combine it with the communication skills, which is, uh, I guess, what brought me to to where I am today, that mm. I can translate between these two departments. Right. Mm. Yeah. But I've, I sort of never programming anything myself, mm. but I know mm. what it is and mm. I can read code and all of these things. So, 
Yeah, that's a big advantage. I think that's very similar to how we work, actually. Also, we're like the mediator between the yeah. tech people and, and the communications people as well. Yeah. That's normally yeah. how we end up working. Yeah. yeah. So you clearly have a passion for spreading the message of how SEO should be done. If you mentioned Black Hat, and of course, that's not something you would want to do. But uh, And that brings us like into the the creation of the No Ketchup blog, because we've been talking a lot, James and I, on the podcast before about how many solutions we see out there that are really poorly implemented, and mm. we're wondering why, why is that? And then we saw that you started this blog, and it was really spot on, so we wanted to ask you about that, how, how did it come about, and what was the background, and how, how are things going with it as well? Oh, and also, yep. of course, we've, we've talked an awful lot about mm. silos. Um, mm. Oh, yeah, you know, definitely. I mean, the, you know, that's one of the mm. grounding things about the mm. podcast was breaking down mm. silos. Mm. Um, and... Oh, I'm not going to mention too much about my... I, I usually get in, not get into trouble, but I make trouble for myself by dissing agencies as well. Mm. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm quite sceptical about agencies. And mm-hmm. the f- oh, I'm not going to say any more. because We're an agency. I'm yeah. gonna get, exactly. I'm going to get into opinions before you have a chance to explain some of the you know, ketchup things. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, I'll be quiet again. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Oh. No, but I think uh, what... Um, I mean... Uh, speaking about black hats, just just briefly because it's not really about that. It's it's mm-hmm. definitely it's not like mm-hmm. it's illegal or anything. It's just a technique that mm-hmm. might not work for the bigger brands um, because you need to look after your communication and PR plans and all of these things. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them that I know are really really good, and they're sort of uh, there's a respect at least on the other side of the uh, of the ocean that you know he's really good at sort of working around the Google algorithms and mm-hmm. doesn't have to, um, for his clients, it's sort of a transparent debate about how we work mm-hmm. with these things. And it's it's open, so the client knows that, you know, you, you can sort of fall back and down mm-hmm. in, the, in, in, in the rankings. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll get you up there again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas my approach is, for my clients, is that we work a lot more long-term and try to tap into the other things that they're mm-hmm. doing and the strategy and, and lifting uh, search more as an, an amplifier. Um, and, and search for me in SEO is really only about visibility and getting the right traffic in for people that are actually looking for your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, being there spot on when someone wants to get to know you mm-hmm. as a company. So the reason why you No know, Ketchup came up is uh, it's been an idea in my head for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been talking about it for years, I think, but uh, I sort of, it turned actually not from an SEO point of view. It came out of the fact that I saw that uh, some agencies or some things that I was looking at from, from clients, they were sending me stuff was just not true. It was just mm. not honest communication. It was, it was really bad plans. They were mm. taking uh, money on the table mm. more or less without doing anything. Yeah. And they're yeah. selling service, which I think is the worst thing in, in this industry. They're selling stuff, um, which they say, oh, you know, it's only 5,000 kroners, which is, you know, roughly, what is it, $400 or something yeah. a month. Something like that. Mm. Um, and they only work an hour for that per month, which mm-hmm. I think is an extremely high hourly rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're comparing that with the fee that are paying for us, which is a bit more. However, I work a lot more hours for my fee. Yeah. So if, you, if you're comparing this, you know, what kind of effort you put in to mm. uh, deliver your mm. stuff, it was just a lot of crap, you know. And <laughs> to be yeah. honest, I was just thinking, oh, my God, you know, these... 
uh, there's so many parts of of media that is is full of um, of the things that you know are just fluffy and mm. there's sugar coated uh, offers on the table that delivers absolutely nothing. Mm. So I think that was the end, and it actually came out of a client meeting where the client told me, you know, what on earth is mm. this, you know, that I've gotten? And I said, okay, fine, now I've had enough. Mm-hmm. And that's the time I said, okay, I'm going to do it now and mm. put it up. Um, mm. And I think a lot of people as well within my industry and other industries, like like the UX, mm. maybe mm. more silo um, approach where it all fits together. If it, if it doesn't fit together, then we can't get that little extra no. lift. Mm-hmm. So I also felt that a lot of people that I spoke to had the same feeling in their field. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, if I put up a platform where they also can share their stories about things so that the client side can learn more. Because yeah. I feel also many, many times people say to me, oh, you know, I don't know how to learn more about search. And I don't blame them because what's the resources out there? Someone it's, is saying, oh, you know, you can read here. And someone's saying, oh, you know, that's not true. Right. You should read over here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, but, but who can I trust? Yeah. I actually yeah. got exactly that it's question yesterday um, via a connection on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I, I need to know basics about SEO. Huh. Have you got any tips about where I should start? Mm-hmm. And it's one of those questions which isn't easy to answer because no. I mean I understand her problem that it was too, so much to find out. If you search for it, you find an awful lot mm. of stuff, and you, you you have trouble yourself judging the quality mm. of these things and what is what is right. What's what's the, what's the right level for me as a new beginner? Um, and, exactly. And what, yeah. What's honest? What's it, what's the real answers? Mm. Um, and what am I, I trying I to accomplish? And what's the most useful yeah, tool? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The usual it depends thing yeah. again. Uh, but I did find a link to send her. Mm. So that was all right. Yeah, but I mean, it is it is hard to find, and I've been trying to. There are books out there, of course, but they get really sort of uh, inaccurate after mm. a little while. And and there's, but I think reaching back, you know, till when I started, it's really not changed that much. It mm. is about getting quality content mm. on your pages, mm. having a clear uh, message on your site. Um, looking through the analytic system for conversions, you know, and optimizing keywords that are maybe not extremely competitive because mm. then you'll be have, have to work with other link uh, techniques mm. that you might not mm. want to go into. So it, it really hasn't changed that much. Even the algorithm mm. changes extremely much. Um, it is about updated, fresh, good content. Um, yeah. yeah, you're right. If, you get the, if you've got the basic, the basic on-page on-site stuff right yeah. then it hasn't changed then, huge no amount. it hasn't changed huge, huge not in amount. recent years no. Oh. no they look at different things and of course now they uh, they blend the blended search you know when that came with images and mm. video clips right. and mm. that that, yeah, that, that changed change. yeah with YouTube yeah, um, yeah. But, but you know it's still quality things mm. if you do that then you attract good which I call then links in my view is more votes you know I vote for your site because I think it's a good, right. and therefore I link to you. Mm-hmm. So it's it's about earning those mm-hmm. votes I from like people. That. You That's know? right. Because every time we write something negative about things, we put no follow on the link, don't we? Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't link at all. That <laughs> <laughs> too. But, but thinking up, um, you one of your um, talks you did the other week. Mm. You were talking about. I think you, you have a slide that says, "Beware of the consultants that have the ready answers." Yeah, exactly. And that, that's a little bit kind yeah. of related to what we're mm-hmm. talking about here. That you know, the, the, the SEO answer. 
Yeah. This mm. is what you should do, and then mm. it comes on a plate, and you have to just implement it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the hard bit with SEO because there's so many variations or variables mm. to look after. It's it's all about first you've got to pick the right sort of do the whole keyword research analysis, mm. and then you've got to look at okay, what's the structure. I normally say it's no, it's no point working with your content and, and your um, um, sort of keyword strategy unless your technical foundation is correct, you know, mm. because mm. then you're not even visible in the search engine. So mm. why work with your ranking if your pages are not even indexed? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like building a house, you know, let's not put the windows in before the ground is there, mm. you know. Yeah. But I think a lot of, from the marketing perspective, it's a lot easier to start working with the content but if we have a flash menu, it's like, you know, nah. we've got to fix that first. <laughs> yeah. So there's two sides, mm. which I guess that's when it becomes complicated because it spreads over the whole organization. Mm. You yeah. know, so many departments that need to be involved. You can see also how quickly it becomes um, us versus them or a silo-based thing. Because mm. one thing that I've come across, come across an awful lot when we talked about is an agency comes in, a web agency, a design agency comes in and delivers a new website. Right. And you know, they've ripped out the old one, they've stuck in the new one. The client's really, really pleased yeah. because it's a shiny new thing mm. and it does what they wanted to do. Yeah. But then you look, in the, you look in the SERPs, you look in the research results mm. and you see the mess yeah. that's been left. It's like someone's driven a combine harvester through the centre of town. Mm. Right. There's bodies everywhere. Um, and then, <laughs> you, then you have to try and like you said, fix yeah, these kind four, of things. Four pages just went up like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, then you have to explain and that, the education uh, aspect. Mm, You've got to come, right. well, yeah, you're really pleased mm. with your partner who's just done, the agency that's done that job with the site. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. and then oh, yeah. you end up with the, the, the argument, right. the potential argument about who's right and you know, yeah. defensive um, mm. answers. Well, we're not only actually well have to handle the people who are too incompetent or too lazy to do the right work or actually also have to go back <laughs> yeah also have to like take media into account because there's a really good example recently with uh, the swedish daily newspaper Dagens Nyheter writing about uh, google analytics and mm. privacy and that's one of the subjects you've taken up and you interviewed brian clifton who's in your network at search, Integ- uh, search integration as well and I really liked that interview because it really was spot on. But I, I'm so afraid not not enough people are seeing or reading this. And we mm. now mm. Yeah. now people are reading newspapers and seeing the wrong information there as well. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was why yeah. I sort of had to interview him because mm. I felt that um, you know there, there was basically the headlines were you know Google Analytics is illegal and and yeah. that kind of crap and. When journalists take this into the perspective of writing stuff in that matter, they are, which I found out from from another PR woman in the industry, she was saying, well, yeah, but they are all fighting over readers today mm. and they mm. are looking for the conflicts. Mm. So they they just write, yeah, um, which is... It's just, as much about link bait. It's a bit sad. It's uh, yeah, for them say. As It's well. not really about quality. No. And, yeah. uh, that's when you're happy to see mm. this magazines coming out like filter and things where it's actually in depth yeah. Yeah. Um, but they have a small reader uh, scale I think you know there's not that many readers unfortunately <laughs> but yeah. I think that from the problem I have in when I guess it uh, when it comes to Google Analytics and debate about that and how they uh, talk about it it's more the fact that they don't even start looking at asking questions to people yeah. is, mm. you know, I have this um, hypothesis that it could be illegal. Mm. Is mm. that correct? Mm. And, and mm. you have data in Spikron and in Sweden, 
where it's clear on their page that it's not. So that, that would be the first resource. Mm. You don't even mm. have to call anyone to ask. <laughs> yeah. You could just Google it exactly. you know, the, and it's well, right there. The, the, the body you talked about then, that's the, that's the Swedish government body that, looks, that gives the rules and guidelines for how you take care of, of data and information. Yeah. Yeah. It has yeah. different names, different countries. Yeah. And there, I mean, it is a huge... And it's a bit sad because there mm. are very interesting things to talk about when mm. it comes to privacy and... You know, integrity for people online and things, but but they're sort of focusing directly yeah. on Google instantly because yeah. oh, that's someone mm. good, big authority we can hit mm. on. Yeah, but I, I was one of my instant reactions when I saw that was that they they'd focus on the wrong target. The the, the target should have been uh, that they were mm-hmm. complying with the current Google cookie laws. They're, right. Yeah. That was yeah. kind of more the issue for me that they, yeah. these they, both the white, the two or three websites they named. We're not doing anything to do with, no. with um, complying with that, that law. So they were illegal, and they are illegal, you could say, in that sense. But Google Analytics, no, that, that's not really a problem at yeah. all. That was a non story. No, I mean, that's anonymous tracking, so I'm yeah. not really sure what we're talking about here. But uh, it, that's, that's the issue. The first issue is that you don't even check what the tool is doing before mm. you write about it. And mm. um, like you said, Per, I think to your question there on. Dagens Nyheter, I mean, that when it comes out in those big papers, that's Mm. when it gets scary because um, some colleagues of mine were sat in a hotel room that morning when it came out, and there's, like, Mm. the general opinion in the room is like, oh, you know, Google's done something again, you know, Mm. you can't trust them. And it it doesn't only reflect Uh, GA, you know, or Google Analytics as a a part and the industry. Mm. It's actually everyone, you know, Mm. just having... Google Docs or Gmail, you know, it connects to the whole brand. So, absolutely, I think I find it very mm. yeah. scary that mm. they, they write things without. And I guess I mean the day mm. after they interviewed someone from Google, which oh, made yeah. the discussion even worse. Mm. I think. I didn't read that. No, I didn't see that. I was that. someone from the um, the Swedish right. office, which okay. I'm not sure mm. if he got quoted right or anything, but mm. it went. Oh sort of twisting the debate into okay there's no clear answer mm. now anyway so mm. but why did you do that interview but mm. I don't know and yeah. then of course Expressen which is even worse yeah. starts to I went to the tabloid know, level of, from uh, that. Yeah, yeah so we went from morning mm. newspaper to tabloids yeah. to a complete lie <laughs> <laughs> It is really scary because yeah. still a lot of people have these sources as their main mm. information source as well. So yeah. Yeah. it's really scary. And the majority of people, as we know from, from talking to, to users and doing usability testing and interviews and so on, most people don't know much at all about the internet and computers no. and how it all works. Yeah. So it's, it's very, very easy to, to make them suspicious or scare them. Mm. Right, yeah. God, this could be a whole new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you, because I saw on your LinkedIn profile that you studied psychology. Uh-huh. And h- how do you think that helps you in your SEO work? Because I'm, I'm a big fan of psychology myself, doing oh, UX and, mm. and, and the different ways that you can actually, uh, well, ha- have people behave in different ways than in, in, based on how you present information You're as well. You're talking manipulation, Pat. It is a sort of manipulation as well. Yes, it is. Game people to do what you want them to do. It's manipulation. Yeah. But I'm just, re- I'm just helping them realize that they want to do it. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I mean, I've, I've, being a communicator, I guess, and interested in marketing communication, you do get interested in behavior science yeah. and mm. uh, psychology of people's you know, paths. And mm. um, I think I had a, when we sort of I had enough of the, the whole media industry, I left um, 
WPP group um, together with the rest of the search team actually at the same time because we were sort of a bit fed up with the fact that they were trying to put it into the media Mm. area and we were always fighting you know should we put our money in tv print or radio or oh you know search is very little and complicated so let's not uh, focus on that right. and it's all about sort of turnover figures and i got really fed up with that and then went sort of back to you know okay i started even um, kinesiology you know and uh, health mm. uh, okay. and stuff mm. like that for um I guess at least I know all the muscles in the body now, which mm. is good information, but I never started working with it. <laughs> so I think it'd be good if my body knew all the muscles in my body. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that was also part of a psychology, which I felt, you know, that's, um, it's something that is, um, uh, I guess when, when you get tired and sick of something, you have to go back to something that's, you know, okay, what is it really about? Mm. Mm. So there was a way for me to, okay, and now I need to find uh, the foundations again of what people, how do I um, use this? And then I actually realized that it, it's not really about, you know, to, um, to work with psychology as an area or behavior science as an mm. area because I can do it where I do it in exactly. the search field. Yeah. Um, so I just took my old knowledge and went back when... Mm my ex-boss called me from the States saying, you know, should we do that? Well, you know, the same thing that we actually had planned before mm. in our own team. I said, okay, yeah, yeah I'm on. Um, and I took all that sort of, um, should I say, the the learnings from from going back to the roots again to, to, mm. to make processes that were more based on how people search mm. and mm. the buying cycles and started mm. mapping all the yeah behavior cycles of people into how mm. we relate that to s mm. the keyword research process. Mm -hmm. So that's where all that came back. And I think um, it's more of a little crisis for me, like, oh, shit, I need to go back and what's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just turned into becoming, uh, mm. going to media parties, and that wasn't really <laughs> why I went to marketing yeah. school. So, so to avoid them, you went to learn yeah, psychology. Yeah, it was fun for a while, and then you yeah. realize, oh my God, this is full of air. <laughs> yeah, and then you, wow. uh, you need to, mm. to reach the ground mm. again. Yeah, and, and I think psychology and, and behavior science, it's one of those things that all of us that work with people, yeah. Yeah. at some point in the chain, mm. we all deal with psychology, behavior mm. science in, in some way, and it's, it's great to have some yeah. knowledge of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad having the aspect of it in the SEO as well because not, yeah. not many people see SEO as a people business although we do but yeah. no and I, this, is, this is something we talked about with UXers I mean yeah. I, a lot of UXers don't see that the, the journey begins when they open up the web browser in Google yeah. a, lot of, a lot of stuff that we work yeah. with them do they, they start when it reaches the site mm -hmm. yeah. and that's, that's, that's half the journey mm -hmm. the other bit's already been done before you even got there right yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's, it's no, and it, the problem is like I, I mean, normally say this you know it's not like you shouldn't go after the word you know normally use the word bank you know because it's a big generic word that everybody seems to go after mm -hmm. but um, you know why don't you just take the lowest hanging fruits first what about the guy that's in the should you call it the after behavior cycle where you are buying um, uh, extra things for your phone like headsets mm, or right. you know um, that is your that's probably where you have the biggest margins mm. for your products mm. but you're not visible there and it's very easy to be visible there because no one else has, has 
focused on mm. on optimizing your landing pages on mm. that very low level mm. where we're talking about you know uh, that specific type of headphones mm. that people want mm -hmm. and that means you might have to optimize for a hundred keywords instead mm. of one so it's more work however the conversion rate is probably you know 15 percent instead of 0.1 percent mm. yeah. but, but it's still, so a, it's still a return like, of investment mm. calculation yeah, like you, and, you and might you, have more exactly. upfront but in the long run, you're going to get a bigger payoff. Yeah, so it takes longer time, but mm. you know, let's start with a with the longest hanging fruit first, and then mm. move your way up the mm. ladder instead of flipping mm. it over. Mm. Um, and I think sometimes Google, even though you know they're doing doing good job in lifting search into the whole communication plan, they sometimes just want you to sort of expand your budgets. Mm. Uh, and they go, oh, you know, 30,000 searches on this. It's mm. like, okay, but the long tail yeah. is also 30,000 searches. It's just a lot more keywords. Mm. Exactly. And that, that's, again, back to no ketchup mm. with the, the whole add-on sales thing, mm. which is one of the things that hangs, I get hung up on with agencies. That, um, well, the amount of times you get given the option, or you get hidden options to buy more things. The advice you get and the things you get displayed to you, presented to you, are not really the truth because they're leaving the door open a little bit. Yeah. For that yeah. next yeah. thing. Yeah. One one final question before we wrap up. Um, we'll be posting a lot of links in the show notes, and those links will be leading to a blog that is in Swedish. Why do you do everything in Swedish? You're clearly very adept at the English language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Google Translate, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is crap sometimes. But, See, now uh, you as an SEO person, no, that doesn't really cut the mustard. No, no. <laughs> Um, no, it's a very fair question, and uh, there is there are thoughts about doing it. When I launched it, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I work with search integration mm -hmm. in Sweden. My home grants are here. I need to educate the Swedish market first. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That was my the point. Okay, market you know, yeah. in Sweden. Uh, let's yeah. just because you know, um, I'm sure there's a lot of catch up in the US too. Mm -hmm. uh, it's mm -hmm. just uh, I'm one man. Uh, <laughs> or woman, woman that you know with my team needs to um, uh, focus on certain areas yeah, and yeah. that way it just felt like okay let's let's mm. do it in Swedish first let's see what people think maybe mm. they think I'm an idiot and yeah. uh, can just put mm. it down um, but I've received a lot of good feedback and mm. now you mm. want me to write in English so yeah. I guess I have to let's, yeah. let, let's <laughs> reach out to our listeners and, and ask them do, do you want yeah. you want this content in English as well yeah mm. we and .com is taken so yeah that's a baseball Crap. statistics yeah. I gotta go for the <laughs> so, old sort of domain always, structure yeah. now with slash so, so. Always, always back down to the domain and techn yeah. technology <laughs> at all but, no, but we know as well that um, and I, I blog and write in English, of course, because yeah. it's my first language. Mm. Right. And I know that you've blogged mainly in Swedish. Yes. Although I, I think you've got less of an excuse mm. um, of not doing it in both. So it's always mm. easier to write in mm. your own language. So, of course, you, even if it your is. market yeah. is Swedish, yeah. you're going right. to be getting it anyway because it can and, and, and just flow out. Swedish people want to read the content in Swedish. So, I mean, yeah. that's target group thinking as well. Mm. So I, I fully understand it, actually. I've got to work on the mm. Swedish keywords, you know, for, uh, for mm. SEO. Yeah. Yeah. reasons but, so, but there's also a good mm, point in that yeah. for for english because i think uh one of the reasons why i also speak in conferences and event is because i think the market is uh needs education mm -hmm. about things yep. oh, God, yeah. um and uh sometimes when you write in english you can get a lot more interesting mm. um conversations with people that that can can connect with you because yeah. i'm sure there's a lot of um friends uh to to what i'm doing out there mm. that um now is sort of invisible to to this yeah. but i think in the next um next year or so i might mm. um 
change that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. There'd be a lot more friends out there and also a lot more enemies. There's, I guess, yeah. Um, well, that's, 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 that's the flip of the coin. I mean, yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's yeah. two-sided debate. So yeah. Yeah, that's just fun. Right. Yeah, I have no problem with that, really. It's mm. not like I'm starting a war or anything. It's more like, you know, um, you know, we can't all be Republicans and Democrats. We gotta, it's the same thing, you know. I believe in one thing, they believe in something else. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. With you. It's all, this is mainly about education. Yeah. And we're still an incredibly young branch. Yeah. Um, irrespective mm. of silos, yeah. the whole this whole digital thing is is incredibly young, and we mm. we're seeing this constantly in the in the behaviour of clients and agencies, everyone that it's young. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of education, are you coming to Conversion Jam? Oh, I am actually. The whole team, I think, mm. we got about five people from our team. Mm. Will okay. I'm, yeah. however, locked up in other things that I have Ouch. to do that oh, week. Yeah. But okay. uh, Brian Clifton mm. is mm. speaking yeah. for us there, and then mm. we got. Um, yeah, at least four or five from our team that will be at mm. the spot. Yeah. Mm. So, um, unfortunately, but... Uh, but luckily for you, we will be there covering yes. it. That, you that's what podcast. I was hoping. Okay. Well, yes. We're going to be podcasting yes. from the events, and we're going to do yeah. a few shows. We don't know how many yet, but mm. there'll be a number of shows we'll do from the day. Mm. Good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to yeah. see it online. Mm. And thank you so much for being with us today. It's yeah, thank you. been excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Remember to keep moving, people. Oh, yeah, I've got to say all this stuff at the end, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, um, what's mine then? Um, See the other side. There we go. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Bye-bye. You've been listening to UX Podcast with James Royal Lawson and Pear Axeboom. Visit uxpodcast.com for more episodes and to subscribe to the show. UX Podcast, moving the conversation beyond UX.